Go ahead. So the thing I was just saying before we went live is since I last hung out with you, I just noticed a little bit seemingly more heaviness, almost like life's weighing you down a little more. And wondered if that was true and, and how it is to hear it from me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting that you notice that and I wonder what exactly is happening and it takes a good amount of reflection to be able to dig deep and try and figure this stuff out. What, what is it about, the, about me that sends off the heaviness? I really like what I saw you do there. Like, seemed like the question's quite a deep one or like, whoa. And it seemed like you just let us know that, that I'm willing to explore this, but yeah, could you maybe give me another question and give me time? <laughs> yeah, openness, mm. totally, to dig deeper. And I'm glad that you're... Yeah. <laughs> give, me, yeah, give me that, what is it about this heaviness? Well, I could say for me, like, I feel this like fiery sensation now in my belly. And I think it's personal, because like, there was something that... Um, where I, was, I just relate with your kind of enthusiasm about life to have these conversations. And then I think my, I've been weighed down a lot. Like I can see, see the projection of like, I've faced a lot harder challenges since the last time we talked. And so I, I almost like, like we can sniff one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I like that a lot. Cause it's been about a year since our first show together. Yeah. And now you're bringing on Sean with you to unpack uh, a little bit about what we're doing right now. And we have interestingly in a year, both been growing a lot and, and potentially facing these adversities that can sometimes, we like to think of them as a, things to overcome, uh, to find our greatest treasures on the other side of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Well, I'd like to say like what, maybe what I'm doing now is like, I'm like being here with you, like I know the context we're in, I'm like already imagining the audience, but the audience might notice like I'm talking almost about my talking. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is I'm using my awareness to be aware of what's already happening in me. And rather than try to go into like content to make it work, I'm just like revealing where I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And it seems like we discovered the practice of circling where we learned to do this, that when you do that, you just gain all this extra information and actually more connection with people. So it's like you're developing your self-awareness and at the set, which is already cool, but then you're also feeling closer and like your relationships get like more meaningful. So it's like win-win. Okay, so let's see if we can break this down. So we maybe feel an urge frequently to just provide content to fill this space between relationships. Yeah. And 
maybe instead of having filling the urge to fill the space, we instead just say how we're feeling, talk about our awareness and how after doing 400 of these, it is interesting <laughs> to, uh, to realize what that actually means and what mm. it's like sitting here with different people. And it's like looking at the landscape as you go on the journey instead of just <laughs> going on the journey. So it's good to take in the landscape. And I think maybe what you just said could even be something to reflect on in the conversations that we have on set is just to say, you know, well, how does that make you feel? I'm just like slowing down with that, yeah. And it looks like you're, like you kind of, even now, like you go in, like you're, you're such a personable, like charismatic, like you, you're, you've done 400 of these, you know what it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. It's like that feels natural, but then we like get in these territories where we're like, we're, now we're navigating our relationship. Like uh, we're we're looking for something that we share, but it's vulnerable. Mm. And what I think what happens in me is I I'm like if I kind of keep leaning into this, I'm like yeah. What what is it like for you to have this this heaviness? And what maybe we don't talk about what's happened, but like now we're in it. I don't know what's going to happen, mm. and so I don't have any control. And that's where like the connection gets built is like in that aliveness, so it gets deepened. But it's, it's really scary, because like, I don't know where we're gonna go. Mm -hmm. Maybe now I redirect back and ask, what, what is it about that heaviness that you also feel over the last year? Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> well, can I say, because like, I've just met you, and like, I actually felt quite touched meeting you. It's not often I meet someone that just like in the first contact like brings so much warmth. So that was like wow. And then and you've actually you've actually stayed like that since we've only been together half an hour. So that feels like yeah I really noticed that. But then there is something where I'm also like feel like I can feel your sharp or I can feel your directiveness. Mm. Mm. But I actually like it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And it can feel like that's like the warmth is like relaxing and like, wow, that's like I can, I feel open. In the directiveness, it's like, yeah, that's intense. Mm. Mm -hmm. the, the first impressions that we have for one another are so critical. So to be super warm and kind and loving in those is builds really great rapport. If you don't mind, yes. I'll interrupt you. Yes. And just like if one of the circling moves would be to say like, how was it to hear what Sean said? Yeah, yeah, that's good. And what that does is like brings it now into either like the kind of second person mm -hmm. or the first person instead of, which I'm doing now, unfortunately, is like talking about a third person perspective of what's occurring. Mm -hmm. So I, I do actually wonder how, how it good. is to hear what Sean. Yeah, this is such a cool part of circling is to be able to stop and then say, how did that 
make you feel when he said those words. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. And I just want to say before you do, like you did ask me about how I was feeling. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm ready to answer that as well. Okay. But yeah. Uh, okay, so on, it feels good. It feels like how often out of 400 people do, does someone actually slow down and say, that wow that was so warm and it's extended itself to mm -hmm. even until now and then the directedness so there's it's kind of you get to both of those adjectives have a power in different ways and so it, it'll take a while to even be able to understand how those can like live together and interplay with each other in social dynamics so we can maybe look at some of that in a bit. Yes. I just got a deeper layer. It's like how the warmth impacts me is not only do I feel like some, a, a little safer now without realizing it, like I'm not kind of guy that walks around like wondering if I'm safe. I'm like, yeah, that's not my usual identity. But, but I just noticed just now is it also makes me feel safer that we, you might want to hang out again in the future, which is also another kind of like relaxation. Mm -hmm. So it seems like the power or the intelligence of your warmth kind of has that impact on me. What happens now? You took a deeper breath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. smile and yeah. kind of like, it's like good and... It's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to to feel that there's a desire to want to partake in more of this mm. exploration together mm. that feels really good and it's mutual and yeah mm. so let's let's speak on that this one year <laughs> that's yeah. been on the heaviness is what is this heaviness is that <laughs> yeah for mm. it's been a, it's been a humbling year for me and I think um, there were a lot of ways in which I was like, man, we've got this transformational connection modality. It's unique, it's different, cutting edge. And like, I kind of thought we were awesome or like the best at everything. And I still think we're the best at like one thing or, or a couple things. But, um, but I just got shown in many different ways, like all the places I'm, um, very immature, unprepared. Whoa. I almost want to cry talking about it and I could be more specific. Some of the stuff I imagine, like it's stuff that everyone's going through with social media being, uh, maybe you experience this being a kind of like a white male in a kind of position of power, getting a lot of challenge for that. And it's, even that was humbling in ways where I thought, you know, um, oh, well, that's silly, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, well, actually, that, that was right for various reasons I wasn't aware of. Whoa. Okay. So take, take me into the, well, first, when you said all that, I realized that I can also open up and say that a lot of uh, transformative experiences have happened in a somewhat similar uh, mm. way, potentially, for me. Mm. And then... Another thing was wanting to hear you explain more about what the 
experiences have been like for you and you slowly gave us a couple but i'd love to hear more uh yeah uh another one is with social media um which again i think a lot of people are starting to experience a kind of souring in a way of uh, and it's really pertinent to this kind of relational methodologies we're talking about because it of the um i think that the online forums are not really great for building connections but we found mm. i mean even this practice community that we've cultivated of people really doing their best to be honest and empathetic and and really kind of go the extra mile and in in being feeling what it's like to be with somebody else the conversations online would get very nasty very fast and and it uh it was just totally overwhelming like in our facebook groups and um people would come in that had never done the practice before or not with us and start criticizing our method which often wouldn't even align at all but then it's it was scary it was just like even even though like in my best days I'm like I have this stoic philosophy of like being indifferent to the forces of indifference which is pretty much everything outside of my perception uh, it still was like terrifying like oh oh my gosh is this like this is is going to affect our business or like are, are they right about stuff that I'm not seeing and I can feel the kind of panic even re- like calling that into mind like um right now and maybe you can speak to your version of this i i didn't know we were going to go here <laughs> good yes yes please do you have some somewhat similar thoughts well yeah i can definitely feel some of the tension and i i can give a little metaphor it was a bit like we were like in matrix 1 mode so we like escaped the matrix we found this like new way to relate it was like transforming us it was like a lot of people were having deep experiences so we're like man this is and then you get into matrix 2 and you realize well you've escaped the apparent matrix but now you're in an even more complicated and dark difficult world which is like way more difficult than you ever imagined and test you okay. on a deeper level okay let me let me see here so the first escape is to just realize that there's something beyond the economic social political machinery that we live in and and to your like your own mind like the matrix yeah. is like a simulated ex- reality so there's a way we we have our experience it's very built by layers of like beliefs and emotions and like world views that have come through a whole life and like most unless you've really practiced and done a practice that's effective at like knowing your unconscious or subconscious mm-hmm. you don't really have any idea you see so it in the matrix so when you find a way to like come out and we were like we've hit the jackpot not, not only can we do this which is usually the domain of therapy and meditation we can actually do it by like being in connection with people yes. and building our connections yes yes and it doesn't feel like we're going to like do this secret process in a therapist room which is like with people we love yes and yes. it's when when it's fun actually it yeah. becomes like exciting journey it's the hero's <laughs> quest so we're just like we've hit the jackpot it was like amazing we're having this like transformational life we could do it anywhere in the train like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know, on a plane with some random person that you're just talking Talk to, to suddenly it's like this very deep mm-hmm. thing where you're 
having an insight after insight and they're like wow I haven't had this kind of conversation in years or ever what do you mm -hmm. do you know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and having mystical experiences like in connection which normally are only after some very hard meditation after 10 days you might luckily get a glimpse but we were just like popping open to these so this was like the but in all that excitement and all, all that opening there were places where we yeah we weren't mature or, or we, we weren't really seeing like the challenges some people face in going deeper and being on a journey so like there were places we were missing stuff and, and like the universe is so generous that it will show us yes. what we need to see yeah so we really got some big like insights and it was like a painful process of like okay what like we're not just going to like break out the matrix and everything's fine like there's a new level to play at now and so yes and so we that was humbling and and so that's where we started to go deeper into like you know developmental trauma work and get trained deeply in that yeah. that's where we got like new new mentors we worked deeply with that yeah we brought our team together and we brought in the, the women we well not just women and men we most trusted to come into our team more intimately and we invested in that so we could work together more intimately and yeah to to face the world and they've they've, they've brought in a whole new dimension to like you know how we work together and it's not for the faint-hearted as yeah. well because they really show up with us that smile yeah yeah because there's so much to, to discuss yeah. Here. Yeah. okay I, th I think it's super important to explain um so the normal potentially uh everyday way of just cognizing there's potentially something there is something deeper than that the subconscious the unconscious whatever is existing that is part of our worldview that has been developed in ways that we may not be very familiar yeah. with and so to take sort of a meta perspective on that just like you did a moment ago saying wait how did that make you feel when he said that which those words are usually not even commonplace in conversation so and then so tapping into self-awareness tapping into what is let's say graduating from this first level of the the unleashing unlocking oneself from maybe the straps that hold them in the normal machinery of the world and have at least somewhat of a meta perspective on the way they behave they relate with other people okay so let me add two things to your paraphrase okay. so i think it'll be really helpful yes. for the viewer the viewers yes. so like most people at this point have have some sense of like, oh yeah, there's these subterranean kind of machinations that are happening in my own being, and I can kind of bring them to the surface, and it gives me new insight, frees up energy. What's less common is that actually doing that in a, in a kind of relationship. So in our we, mm -hmm. there's like subterranean stuff mm -hmm. like happening yes. that our we can bring into our like That's we's good. consciousness. That's a good way to put it, the, the subterranean stuff. Yeah. Okay, so in basically every time people relate with each other, there's always interesting subterranean stuff that almost certainly gets completely avoided in yeah. conversation. And, and so then one of the roles yeah. is to be able to, when you relate, to try and get to subterranean stuff and, and put that up to the surface and make that fun to play with. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, there's a, a way I like to like describe that because I remember like early in my journey, the thought of there being like subterranean stuff in me was terrifying. Like even though I was like gung ho to like go as deep as I can and like learn everything, and but actually I was terrified. And actually, what I'm learning the more and more I kind of refine my practice is it's actually like there's like more subtle frequencies to our experience. So actually what we're doing by circling and connecting is it's a real strong place where our attention is like usually directing and moving around and but we can start to cultivate a, like a deeper subtlety. So like when Jordan saw you like respond to my share, like sharing the warmth I felt being with you, he noticed that maybe you just like went a little bit to the side or, mm. or you started talking third person. Mm. And it's like, oh, what happened there? Yeah. And then by you like turning towards, which you did, you mm -hmm. get to feel a frequency that you normally turn away from before you even knew it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, you're turning towards it, not like, which is building your awareness, bringing more energy into your experience, which is normally subterranean, but also it's like helping you relate with me even deeper. Mm -hmm. So that's what, yeah, that's what we're always looking for in the practice. So there's this potentially a, a micro uh, awareness that, that we have to get good at catching. Yeah and then catch how we feel about something that's happening. And well, that, then that's the other thing I want to add for the listeners is like, or watchers or mm -hmm. both, yeah. you, whoever I'm yeah. pointing at right now, <laughs> um, is like, it's not just like what you feel is a really good way in, but, um, but actually like what was, what might be interesting is, is where your awareness goes. Like, oh, my awareness went somewhere else. Yeah. What might be interesting is what, what you start to think about. And so I tend to ask more like, how was, how was that for you? Or what's the impact? Yeah. What are you experiencing? Yeah. Mm. What am I noticing now? And they're like a little bit more inclusive because then, yeah, a lot of times, like it may be that I'm actually what I'm noticing is I don't feel anything. And that's what's most interesting is that somebody said something really deep and mm. powerful and appreciative. And I'm like, I got, I'm empty. Yeah. That's fascinating. What's that yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah, I, I have a lot of appreciation for how you dive deeper into the psyche than what is, you know, mm. normal at even the, what we think is you get to the subterranean levels of conversation, but really you can go even more nuanced and even more uh, subtle. And I like how you both do that a lot. I just want to, one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that you said earlier that has just been, I have to say it, it's been yeah. so wide, it's been now sitting too long is that this, or maybe just right, it's, it was when you were both explaining how you had humbling experiences. Uh, getting from this first level to the second level and surrounding yourself with different people that are helping you grow more effectively and you're uh, learning a lot more from them. You think maybe you know something about something and someone increases your awareness and you're like, crap, I didn't actually know that. So I've had a lot of that too in the last, yeah. Yeah, in the last year. So it's been, it's been great. And actually, I've also had those experiences where I'm like crying about how stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 
it's funny because it's also when you have to you have to treat it like it's a leveling up process and yeah uh, yeah yeah i feel so much like it's like with you tenderness and then my own kind of embarrassment at like my own ignorance and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to be tender with myself the same way I am with you. And so I don't want to, like, I, I can feel like some part of me wants to call me myself names, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, but the, some of those names are correct for me, at least. When I do call myself them, I'm like, well, isn't that kind of true? Isn't that how I want? Isn't that how I'm trying to grow to not behave that way mm. anymore? Yeah, mm. yeah. Although that also can get interesting. I'm just wondering, like, to go another layer, but, well, it's like our, even our drive to grow and to, like, be honest and hu humble ourselves also gets interesting with more, like, focus or more allowing. And sometimes it's actually also a way to manage the sensation or to manage, like, what's challenging. So we've actually found a way to, like, navigate life by I'm going to grow as deeper or as high as I can I'm going to meditate more I'm going to I'm going to be honest I'm going to but even that drive actually has more subtlety and this has been a big one for me because like in that drive there's a, there's a lot of fear there's a lot of vulnerability mm -hmm. there's a lot of if I don't grow I don't want to know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, but actually as I like lean in and not automatically go towards the like, I'm going to meditate more and do all the, like read the 10 books I put by my bed and all the practice, practices I do. If I just feel that drive, actually there's a lot of energy in it. And what I've also found is as I felt that energy and some of the pain and vulnerability there, actually a deeper self-love emerged or an ease on myself to like, you know, relax the drivenness, relax this self-actualizing, like, I've got to do this before I die energy. Mm. And actually also a discipline emerged from that that was more natural, ironically, but mm. yeah. <laughs> this discipline that arose that felt more natural what speak to that more well it's just things like I used to always have this idea like so if I meditate in the morning it's like it's gonna be you know I'm gonna like I'll wake up in like you know even if it's in 10 years I'm willing to dedicate and then there was like oh yeah but I also like know that if I like do movement and like that's also gonna help my expression and my life force. Mm. Oh yeah, and if I circle and do like trauma therapy, I'm also gonna like open up. But suddenly I'm like, it's getting bigger and bigger. And if I read philosophy and I, and it's all exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's like gonna exhaust me. So like when I let go, as I've let go more and felt like actually like life's evolving me nicely as it is or like some of that drive is relaxed and then it just seems like oh yeah I actually love to meditate but like only this amount or like I can do it this amount and, and when I do it there's less pressure on me so it's actually like quite relaxed it, 
it's more relaxing in a way I didn't realize before. And things like I just wake up in the morning now and I go to the park and I just move and explore. Mm -hmm. It's not so rigid. Yeah. But actually, I probably do more than I ever did because it's, yeah. it's more in flow. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's some of the things I've discovered. So it's as though there's certain tools that you've added to your tool belt over time and instead of like saying I'm gonna use one tool for 10 minutes another tool for 10 minutes it's just like I know my tools I'm just gonna go with the flow of which tools I want to use when yeah and sometimes it's clear to me like I'm writing writing a book at the moment on surrendered leadership so there are times where I'm like I'm gonna write now for three hours and I'll pretty much do that most days so there's, there's still a place where it's feels true to me mm -hmm. but yeah that there's a listening always that is being cultivated from practicing yeah. Enjoying, like, it basically being in an altered state right now, just from noticing my experience, like, very closely being with us here. <laughs> Do you feel anything like a, a kind of floaty or? Yeah. Yeah. About you. And if you notice the silence at first, it can be like awkward or like, but if you actually start to listen, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's fun to notice, like, we get on to do like an, a talk. And actually, the most powerful thing I could possibly say is silence. I don't know about the most, and possibly that was a bit of a hyperbole. I tend to agree that there's always a lot of filling the space with thoughts and to mm. slow it down and enjoy the silence in between and express how to other people that that the silence in between is actually outstanding in its own ways yeah there's something about the heaviness that we were all talking about at the very beginning that's still subterranean that still feels like it hasn't been brought up in its fullest and it would be interesting to see if we could somehow bring it up what do we feel mm. about it do we f how do we feel about what we're going through as we keep leveling up and having harder challenges that we face I can I can say that I, I think I've been subtly noticing it the whole way through the talk but as you ask me now it's even clearer that it's like a pain I'm feeling my solar plexus. So there's, there's one way I'm tracking that and tr trying to allow space for that. And there's also this like background sadness. 
and like as I allow that and it's like almost like shame as well mm. yeah so imagine that's like part of like facing some of the challenges I've had and like feeling the pain of like my own shortcomings and limitations but also maybe some of the injustices I faced and yeah and even when I say injustices I don't know for sure if that's a complex thing to say but your eyebrows went up <laughs> so I was like double click on that one <laughs> <laughs> I, I like using that, the double clicking into yeah. that, yeah. Zooming out too. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Some background sadness, some injustices. Maybe that has something to do with how people come in and, and maybe without knowing about what the processes are, just immediately saying something about them. Of, of circling but at the same time like you said I think it's great to also have an open-minded ear to what is being said and I have learned quite a bit from that just keeping an open mind to critique and growth from that and the less I mean I, I feel I can feel the part of me that's still like a kind of like eh you know like <laughs> I don't want I want life to be comfortable and like easy uh, uh. but <laughs> but overall I I'm like um, I'm grateful I, th I think I'm more grounded and uh, more honest and it seems like it ironically allows me to be like the way I think growth actually works is we deepen in two sides of the same so like as I get more structured or capable of structuring, I can also bring more chaos. Mm. Or like more I, calmness or stillness I cultivate, the more I can also like on a dime like bring anger or something like that and, and then let it go. So it, yeah, it seems like, I don't even remember where I was going with that actually. This is a very complicated process, what we're doing right now. It's as simple as just saying that we're just having a conversation, but we're trying to purposely do way more than just that. We're trying to get to subterranean, subconscious, the micro mm. feelings that change where our attention goes. Yeah. Asking you guys a deeper question about how you feel about what you just said how that made me feel, paraphrasing what you say in order to make you feel like I heard you. There's all this complexity that this type of conversation gets to and it requires a degree of, of mastery also of, uh, to, well, to work on building mastery in this domain is one of the best domains to build mastery in because you learn how to have better communication, transformative communication, transformative relationships. Hmm. Yeah, remember, there's great examples of someone, you know, saying, 
blah, 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 blah. And then like something really profoundly like sad or something. And then they just keep talking like they didn't say anything. Yeah. And then that type of a, of a moment to me is like, stop. What? You just said something about a deep trauma of your life. And you just like kept talking like you didn't even say it. Mm. So can you, like, what was that? Tell us about well, that. Well, the, I think the, why, why it's so challenging, because like our deeper pain or our trauma or whatever we call it, it's like to open to that's not something small. Like, mm. yeah. it changes our whole experience. It's like, we might find out that we've been like lying to ourselves or tricking ourselves. I don't even like those words, but we've had to defend something, protect something, and so we were perceiving things distorted. So that's pretty hard to see, like maybe a lot of decisions, a lot of important relationships have broke down, like on seeing that, you see like why. And, and also it changes your whole like narrative structure, like suddenly you've got nothing comfortable to sit on and like maybe like maybe you've like caused people pain or yourself pain on a much mm. wider scope than you ever imagined and that's the kind of questions that come up when you go into a new mm. territory mm -hmm. so that's why we like that's why we're like so keen on the relationships because when you've got a lot of transformational relationships around you they can help help you if you go into that kind of chaos but if you've not had training in it yes it's like when I was first starting, I was so defensive and I was not able to say that. It was, would have been humiliating for me to tell mm. you I was defensive. So mm -hmm, I would mm -hmm. like be trying to show that I wasn't in yeah. different kind of ways. And yes. just because I've had so many reflections and I've seen myself defend and then I've seen people I've challenged and support at the same time that enabled me to have enough space to like show yeah. it and then feel that oh i'm defending because i'm scared that you might leave me if i'm not strong or mm -hmm. you know to find something like that it's like oh right okay so i'm actually scared i'm going to be shown as wrong because i really want people to stay close to me that i care about mm -hmm. so i've had this whole strategy without realizing it and that's quite humbling yes so we almost defend the subterranean uh, processes, world parts of our worldview that we may not want to bring to the surface. Yeah. We defend them subconsciously. Yeah. Uh, and then when we do, uh, w it takes a decent amount of, of um, love, play, compassion to make space and time for people to want to do subterranean dives and just one quick quick bit the the other thing we've discovered because of this like circling very purposely doesn't have like this elaborate model of like how people's emotions work and how to like deal with trauma and mm. we use a, as many maps as we can in our kind of research but the practice is more like a paying attention and then trusting just what's here mm. like, trusting together like authentically to feel what's here and it will guide us from the inside and what we found doing that is actually 
like say someone is deeply guarded or defended actually, the intelligence of that defending is actually way more intelligent than we actually realize mm -hmm. so actually mm -hmm. the more we see that it's like you want to actually trust it so we're not like going in there to like sledgehammer totally. open a defense we're like what i i notice that you i notice right here that you you seem to pull back yeah yeah like, yeah what's happening there like yeah yeah because it's like guiding us into intimacy, actually. Mm -hmm. We often feel like, no, where I contract, that's the problem. If I could only not contract, then I would feel more energy with my lover. Or, but it's actually, no, the contraction's guiding you and them to like what's really happening and what's really meaningful and precious for you. Yeah, that's great. And this is the art that develops over time of this powerful intimacy and conversation that is not sledgehammer going into to try and beat the things in the subterranean that we don't <laughs> want, but rather but gently call them call them up and and interplay and deeply learn from from them. Yeah, oh, maybe I'd like to say a little about the. Like when we're talking about a transformational communication, it's kind of like from whatever it is now into what. And I, I have this like I have this really clear memory of a friend coming over and me ex didn't do any sort of circling or whatever, and I expressed like, oh, she said something, and I was like, oh, I just feel real sad, and she started to apologize, and I was like, oh no, like I I really love feeling this it's quite a gift wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a great that's a good one when people apologize for like when you may feel a certain way and they're i'm so sorry you feel that way it's like no it's yeah okay interesting. yeah and there's a sense of like um life like the kind of just the regular experience of life being precious and uh, and those hard, those hard things being like worthwhile on their own. Yeah. And I think what we, what we're moving towards is like the, the kind of gentleness you're talking about, like towards yourself. Like it's actually like life is, is a transformative process. And like, sounds kind of dumb to say because of course, like when you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, like in constant change. Yes. Um, but then the the real work is like. It's not like I have to always be like figuring out what's going on or, or like that's why we don't need these complicated models. It's more like can I basically accept the the movement that's already occurring and in a way can I get out of the way or or just kind of align with that yeah. that thing that's already moving me into more elegance. Can I align with the uh, utmost spiritual actualization of myself and see it from a meta perspective of my behaviors on a daily basis and the relationships, the communication that I have with people? Mm. And it doesn't mean it's going to, like, it may be opening to a lot more sadness, like, that, but, yeah. but from a place where it's a, it is a gift. Yes. It doesn't mean it's all like happiness or joy or whatever, but there is a kind of um, attitude mm. of of 
alignment or kind of walking hand in hand with life rather than like fighting it every step of the way. So when we do maybe feel one of the vicissitudes of life go on a down on a downswing, we may be like, okay, why do I feel this way right now? Maybe I should just you know tap into the way that I feel and just kind of like be with the feeling of that. And this may be where there's potentially a little bit of pushback where if you just take your next couple hours, if not days, to just focus on this downswing, um, sometimes we just need to align ourselves back with our higher purpose and realize that, well, me engaging back with what I find to be most meaningful on a daily basis will slowly but surely get me not feeling what I was feeling and back on an upswing. So we can almost decrease the amount of time that it takes for us to swift a pendulum to swing back yeah i think for me like if i had an idea that if i'm on a downswing then i should like stop everything and like just just feel i think i actually i'm also already interrupting quite strongly so if i'm on a downswing and i feel in and I include my vision and my higher intelligence I include like what I what I just want to do anyway like I might want to go and play sports or just have it's like I'm including all the information and it might be on a downswing that I'm actually drawn to take more action that might be actually what's being called for I don't know it but it's sometimes it might be like yeah that's no, a good there's, point. there's something that I I'm really need time to yeah and, and then I can like yeah take the time to feel this important distinction yeah. yeah I wonder if we talked about like going into some of the push like the pushback that you or someone maybe you've heard or, or viewers have said about like well this from previous episodes like circling sounds like this would be dumb because of XYZ wonder if there's more that we can just speak to directly or like maybe we agree with them or we're like oh yeah that was a mistake we've made over and over again that now we've you know hopefully corrected or we're working on it or something I just want to invite the kind of directness if it's there well I think what we were just talking about a moment ago is was kind of spot on is that when we, is when we feel the the when we can tap into the pendulum swinging potentially on its on its downswing and we just we say maybe i need to put everything away and just lay down on the ground and just <laughs> be right and like cool i agree that that can ta tapping into that can actually be creatively powerful at times too uh at the same time there's the well could i potentially swing myself back into a flow state right now of doing what i so yeah, yeah so maybe stuff like that another thing is just that um <clears throat> just that sometimes uh when it's it, don't, it almost seems as though we need like there have been instances of people coming back to circling and coming back to circling and need, circling I, in some ways is kind of like a like you come in you learn how to get better at the the art of transformative communication and connection and then Yes, you continue practicing it, but you potentially practice it back in the thing that you were doing, in the community mm -hmm. that you were in and whatnot, and you sparking other things. Sometimes it can be that someone comes in and is just like, it's potentially just 
maybe deprived of touch or love or compassion or uh, people to actually care and yeah. listen. And I think Circling does a, a great job at, at providing space for, uh, for subterranean uh, thoughts to come up. I think that's very beautiful. So it's kind of a, just a just trying to figure out where mm. to exactly come in for how long, how exactly, when do I, how do I take some of the things I learned back and apply them to things like that. So is it like like one of the maybe critiques? Be like, oh, it seems like some people get into this kind of almost like navel gazy. Like we're just going to keep doing this thing and they never actually take this the growth and like bring it out to their community or their jobs or or their families they just kind of seem to keep trying to get some other need met in this practice rather than is that partly if, if there is still a need that needs to be met go for it continue you know seeing what needs can be met at the same time i talk a lot about we live in a physical three-dimensional world and if we want to take some of the old code that lives in the world and update it with new code we really need to build new mental maps and new systems that obsolete the old stuff and to bring the new systems in and so i feel as though sometimes and this isn't just true of circling but it's true of people just hanging out and philosophizing about things totally there's so many ways of yeah of 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 that it's fine there's different colors on a color wheel maybe some people are the color green and they just want to philosophize but maybe some people are the color purple and purple maybe wants to learn and then go and apply in the 3d world to inspire other people or build the things that obsolete the old ones and we need some action like that too so anyway that's maybe one of the things but mm. but Overall, though, the, um, this, this attention and awareness that we're bringing to what is normally just a conversation, but going a little bit deeper, mm. I feel like we do that in some ways on the show, especially when we ask people about their journeys and what led them to where they got to today, because then you hear things like, it was that one time that someone said, that hey go to that camp go go check that out and then they did and then it did the next 15 years of their life were changed and they kept doors kept opening type thing yeah um so yeah so th that type of stuff is is important to get to um although a lot of what we do on the show is very intellectually driven stuff what well, we talked to today and yesterday vegan stuff we talked a lot about spirituality and um modern masculinity and stuff like that and that was very interesting it kind of obviously took things on a different angle than deep biotech or neurotech or blockchain or ai so and that's one of the benefits of doing multidisciplinary stuff so there seem there's like two things because there's the original like this is some of the like maybe challenges someone might have of the practice and then this is like there's another part you're going into wonder if like we address the first one or and I, yeah because because actually i just picked up this mug and it and like i can i think the first one is is a is a big potential issue um, I I'm not very inspired to lead a practice where people are, are just staying around with each other 
only doing philosophizing or only doing like talking about their feelings over and over again. Like I am super inspired by a world, the world that we live in, like being more meaning filled, um, more connected, more alive, like more capable of like actually being with people. And so I just thought of two really important examples where this is happening. One is like this, this mug who will teach robots ethics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's perfect because we've been working with some, a lot of people involved in AI and AI risk and AI safety, and it's um, th- like this is one of the questions that's very very difficult to yeah. answer. So it's it's like one is like circling is like okay, well, what actually we don't even know what our own ethics really are and how we compose them and how they develop and there's all sorts of theories, but like we can't formalize that into mathematics. So that's one thing is like getting clearer, because ethics is really an intersubjective thing, right? It's, well, there's a lot we could talk about, but it seems like it at least includes like an intersubjective component. But, but also like we're using circling in those conversations. So like I was at a retreat, or I was leading a retreat recently where there's a, a category theorist, you know, from MIT talking with a consequentialist philosopher about this problem and, and then what, what would happen is they'd stop mid conversation and be like, oh, wait, hold on, what you just said, that made sense with all the language of it, but I noticed that I was just totally empty inside and I like, my mind started wandering like, that's great. Can, you know, yeah. could you say that again or could you yeah. say it a different way? So using the tools to like have a conversation in a really grounded way. You can dive into subjects like the complexity of, uh, of AI ethics and risk mitigation by having a better tool belt of knowing how to have transformative communication and connection between people to where you can feel okay with saying that, whoa, what you just said, I don't think I, I didn't catch that. I want to be able to catch that. Let's go back, revisit it. There's tons of good stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, And we, yeah, we work in business as well. And the same thing's happening there. Like someone's like, doesn't realize that they you know can't feel their anger or they they fear their anger which they learned very early on so every time they're in a meeting they're like like passively aggressively or under the surface like giving a lot of quite vicious anger but they look completely calm and to them they feel calm but it's having like devastating effects on the people in the business but they also have things around anger so they they don't really know what's happening they just think they don't like them and so that's just like running the company and actually like on deeper exploration his angers may be like completely aligned with like the higher mission of the organization so if there was less fear he would be like a huge driving force and actually all the other people if they like could receive anger they and feel their own that could like boost like the not just the connection but the energy of the whole organization so there are ways we can apply yeah. but, and also for us like when we develop circling uh, me and John who co-founded the company we did it in a tennis academy uh, an elite sports academy so that was our playground so we we were always like what's effective for the athletes John Cotton yes a different John. Different John. Different, different John, John Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, good clarification. Yeah. So, 
we would uh, we were finding the methods that m most would impact the the athletes, and we found of often the relationships with the parents were very important. So we were always geared towards like what actually work. It was always a grounding, and then we've all been very diligent like in our relationships and like you know not just in the organization and the practice but my fiance my family uh yeah in the grocery store like how i relate to animals like there's yes everything becomes an arena of practice of practice correct of being in a state yeah can I, I just want a couple, just a couple thoughts. Um, w w one of the things is that I want just at the very beginning we we were talking about how there's a big process of, of self awareness of knowing thyself and and being able to dig into these subterranean thoughts about <laughs> oneself and how we even engage with the reality that we live in, how we engage with other people, how we can look at ourselves in the mirror and and really um, work on ourselves. These are some of the core ideas of what we I think can unpack more uh, in I want you know more often to have conversations like this in the studio where we can just dive deeper into the subterranean areas without talking about uh, what we oh well you're also building this thing in yeah this air this field and you're at the edge of the field and so that's versus you know diving deep into mm. yeah so I would like to, you know, plant a, a, a flag in, in this being potentially a, acting as a megaphone for more of, the, of mm -hmm. the, the conversations around this subject. And we can dive deeper into them on, an, on a following, because there's so much to understand about the methodology of relationships and transformational communication in general and what it means for different worldviews to be engaging with each other in general. Yeah. It's, it's a very exciting topic and there's so much nuance. Um, so, so let's, we're probably, yeah, time is, we're there. Ronnie, Ronnie Vargas. That's right. All right. Cool. So, what is it like to be you right now? I feel like flushed. It's like I have so much I'd love to say. I'm like noticing how much I enjoy attention and feeling self-conscious about it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> then wanting to include you guys to like mitigate the, <laughs> the pressure of admitting that. <laughs> Yeah, I feel a lot of enthusiasm. I feel like, yeah, there's a lot deeper we can go. I love, I love the depth. I also love the like visioning as well. It's, I think, yeah, that flow's cool for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, yeah, enjoyed being here with you. I feel like I'm getting to feel your vision and unique way of enacting it. And likewise, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was really nice. And it was good that we had this up for a second time with Jordan for the first time with Sean. Thank you. Cool. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Super pleasure. That was so nice. And thank you, Ron, for producing and directing. We love you very much. I thank love you. you too, Alan. <laughs> and, you, and you love sushi. I know. I, know. I love sushi. I love my disco shoes Shoot. behind me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, you're a handsome bastard, you know. I just want to say that. You look good on television. <laughs> they both do. It's so good. Yeah, Jordan, Thank you're you. handsome too. Yeah, yeah. That was bullseye <laughs> into my shyness. Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below on the episode. For those that noticed that the intro was slightly different than what we normally do, we can check out both Jordan and Sean's link in the bio below about the transformational communication practice that they run called Circling Europe. It's circlingeurope.com. Their online everyday circling is circleanywhere.com and their surrendered leadership practice is surrenderedleadership.com. So go and check them out and support the artists, the entrepreneurs, and the organizations around the world that you believe in. Sports simulation, our links are below so we can keep doing cool things like scaling our impact and building this up and go and build the future everyone share content like this dig deeper into the nuance of transformational connection and communication share with your friends your family your coworkers online on social media thank you very much for tuning in we love you very much and we will see you soon peace